Hey, Kurt, what you doing? Ah, uh, nothing. Uh, just reading some ghost stories. Ghost stories? Yeah. Just to pass the time. We literally live in a castle that's dark and gloomy where all kinds of strange things happen. Why, why wouldn't you just observe the really... Like, I can't imagine that book is somehow engendering a... Uh, a feeling that's that's more creepy than just sort of, I don't know, I get when I sweep the hallway. Hmm. I've never really had that vibe. I've never really picked up on any of that stuff. Okay, okay. Well, how do you explain the knocking, the constant knocking? It's just the pipes knocking. We don't have any pipes. It's a goddamn castle. There are no pipes. Well, okay, okay. What about the shadows that are moving around? They're always moving. It's a trick of the light. It's fucking dark! What light?! I don't know. Now that you're mentioning it, uh, some strange things have been happening. Like, I keep losing one sock, and I can never find it. That's a completely normal, non-paranormal event. Well, it may be normal for you, but I like both of my feet to be warm. This is the Ghost of Doctor podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Roper, and here's my brother, uh, Clint Roper. He's also a host, co-host, uh, just a host. You know what? You know what host re- reminds me of? Ghost. Okay, I guess it rhymes. If you put a G on one of them, yeah. No, if you put your, I I can't argue with that logic. If you put a G on host and then just don't don't pronounce that H, it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's a silent H. It is. It is a silent H. But I wanted to talk about ghosts today. Okay. Well, let's talk about ghosts. All right. I want to specifically talk about um, ghost hunting. So like Zach Baggins? No. No. Not Zach Baggins? No. Still a little salty about the Zach Baggins situation? Is that it? Maybe. I don't know. I I haven't really thought about it. You know, I I try to think about better shows that were um, more inspirational to me. When I was younger, like Ghost Hunters, for instance. I don't know why. I know we're talking about ghosts. I don't know why I thought you were going to say go- Golden Girls for a second. <laughs> I don't know. It just popped into my head. I apologize. That's a different podcast, I think. Yeah, we could do that. Welcome to Miami. Yeah. No, okay. Like <laughs> three of them are ghosts now, so that's fine, right? Oh, God. Okay. Jesus. Let's let's move on. <laughs> it feels like... You know what? I've done a lot of terrible things... Uh, you know, if you believe in it, if you're religious, I've blasphemed quite a bit, but I don't think anything I've ever heard sounded as blasphemous as the thing you just said. I'm just speaking facts. Speaking, okay. <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love Betty White. May she live for a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back on topic, Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters, okay. So you're talking about the show Ghost Hunters. Yeah, I want you to explain the show Ghost Hunters for those people that, that may not have grown up during that time. Well, okay. So, Ghost Hunters was a show about, uh, essentially it started out more about two guys, although there was a team of people. Uh, uh, Taps. Taps, right. Uh, Jason and Grant, right? And there were Roto-Rooter plumbers during the day. And then, but by night, well, this is what, like, the transition when it opens up would have you believe, like, the their van turns into a ghost hunting van, and they, their uniforms turn into ghost hunting uniforms, and they became Taps, Um and so they were a paranormal society that did ghost hunting. 
And I pretty much give them all of the credit for starting the ghost hunting. I, I know that they may not have been the first ghost hunting shows, but they were the most popular and they definitely popularized the ghost hunting show as we know it. Um, but yeah. And then, so they would just, they would get calls to investigate these places like all over the, the world eventually, but mostly all over the United States and probably in the beginning, I assume it was all over the, the Northeast. Um, they go to these, these places and, and investigate. And you know what? More often than not, they had a very scientifically seeming way of investigating. It seemed like they had a method. And more often than not, they'd say, ah, we don't think there's any evidence that really suggests that your place is haunted. But then they, they'd usually try to include a, a a place in an episode where there was evidence of haunting. Although I, you know, it was, it, it, take it with a grain of salt. But it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It's a lot more believable than the other ghost shows today because you know that they're actually living as plumbers during the day. So you know that they, they see that as the way to make money. They don't see the TV show that they're filming pretty much or the actual ghost hunting as a way to make money. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, I should probably mention that uh, my wife went to high school with one of the guys that eventually became a member of TAPS. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. I don't know why I never shared that with you. It was yeah. just too intimate. A I'm not going to mention specifically the guy by name, uh, but I will mention that uh, he went to Muscle Shoals High School. So there you go. There you go. And there's he, he won't he won't hear this. No one's going to hear this. That's it's fine. That's fine. We're, we're just screaming into the void, as you've said. Um, but anyway, if if he did hear it, he would know who he was, I'd assume. You know who you are. You know what you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So, um, okay. So I guess what we're going to do is we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Ghost Hunters and what made it great. And then I guess what, what do you want to do after that? We'll talk about how it influenced our own uh, amateur ghost hunting. We can talk about our ghost hunting adventures. <laughs> they were brief. And you know what? I'm going to say uh, this show, like Ghost Hunters made, it, it made a whole bunch of people into amateur ghost hunters. And I need to point out that if it sounds ridiculous that I'm saying amateur ghost hunters, that there were professional ghost hunters <laughs> because there were professional ghost hunters. So... <laughs> The ghost of the taps was the, the example of Zach Baggins is an example of professional ghost hunter. So it's the only professional example he is. I don't know what it is you have against him. It's, I mean, I know, I know, and I think most of the people listening know what you have against him, but it doesn't bear bringing up. And you know what? I would like to say, I think Zach Baggins is a delightful personality. And I think that, uh, that there isn't currently anything that I could say negative about him. Who are you, his mother? No. Okay. All right. Then there's things to say, but we ain't gonna say them here. All right. So, Ghost Hunters. Uh, why was it so special? Uh, well, beyond it was definitely the first of its kind. It was the first uh, reality. I I said that with air quotes. You can't see it, but I did say it with air quotes. He made the motions. I made the motions. Um, reality uh, television show based around ghost hunting. And it, was, it wasn't focused on like most reality shows are today around their family lives and the everyday ins and outs and little personal dramas, although those did pop up. Mostly it had to do with friction on the team between team members, and I don't know. I don't know how played up that was. I'm absolutely sure watching that show now, <laughs> there was all kinds of politics going on, and I'm sure there's some people that hated each other. But it was kind of the first of its kind. It, it, was a, it wasn't a show about people hunting ghosts. 
it wasn't like a documentary or a series where they they talk about ghosts and they feature a proclaimed ghost hunter. It was the show about people going and actually doing these investigations, and it was cool. We got to see what kind of tools they were using and their methodology and their overall like ghost hunting philosophy. It was fun. It was just a really fun show. And if I'm not mistaken, it it aired on Sci-Fi originally, uh, which was, and so it was. I remember watching as many episodes as I could all the time. Just super popular and for good reason. It was all. It was just a really good show. I agree. And later on, they did like Ghost Hunters International, and later on, they did the whole MythBusters thing where they brought in a new, younger, fresher type faces of, of the team members and stuff like that, which is fine, you know. But, you know, the original Ghost Hunters, which you may be able to find still on DVD, I don't think it has a Blu-ray release, but you might be able to find Ghost Hunters the first few seasons, the original series on DVD. Yeah, it was released, uh, at least I know, the first three seasons, and I think at least the first four, because I think that uh, that I remember, were released by uh, Big Vision Entertainment, which, uh, yeah, I don't know, that's kind of like the... um, Big Vision Entertainment, I think it turned into a larger corporation that is now doing some of these niche uh, DVD or Blu-ray releases. So if you know about that, you know, go ahead and let us know because I can't be bothered apparently. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the original show was great. You, you kind of you felt like they were going through some kind of scientific method. Um, you you kind of guessed there was some reality trappings because even then we kind of knew that reality TV wasn't completely real. But they were they seemed honest enough that you know, they could explain the things that were explainable. And like you said, most often than not, they were said, we, they, they do the scientific thing where you right. failed to, you failed to disprove, but you know, you failed to prove also. I, I would say, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned, uh, they were, what made them so likable is one, they were kind of, they were kind of these, uh, blue collar people, but they also didn't seem like they were trying to con you. Like if you watch a lot of these shows about mediums, uh, they seem like con, I, I con men, con women, con, con artists, con artists, yeah, um, con people, matchstick men. It's a great movie, yeah. Um, but uh, they they seem that you don't get that feeling with ghost hunters. Uh, it doesn't feel like they have a real agenda to say a place is or isn't haunted one way or the other. There's episodes where they find people planting evidence. Those yeah, are some great. of the most yeah. fun where like they, there'll be a bar and they'll, they'll see something in the mirror and they're like, that's okay. And they'll open it up and find it's like a, a trick that someone's pr- trying to play to make it seem like it's haunted for guests. And that, then they give the, they, they just fucking blow out and give the fucking, uh, the owners shit about it because they're like, okay, you're going to come us, you, you had us come in and do this investigation. You're not going to tell us about this stuff. No, it's haunted. We just set some stuff up for the, for the, the guests. Yeah, but you could told you could have told us about that. That happens on numerous occasions, and it's great. It's always fun to watch. You'd be surprised how many times it's just people's pipes or a, a house that's that's old and creaky. Like that's that's almost like eighty percent right. of all ghosts. I it's think. like what's that mumbling noise? It's your pipes. I'll, I'll tell you something. I own a, a house. I'm not currently in it. I'm stuck in a castle. Uh, with you, and it turns out that we are not as compatible as I thought because I'm losing my patience every single day. Looking at you right now, I don't know why it's irrational, but I'm getting a little angry. But I we're like the odd couple, except for I'm both the smart one and the dirty one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. That wait, what, what does that make me? You're like the guest that comes over and says something witty, but you don't have that many lines. 
Okay. Uh, well, I would like to say that there's we're not like the odd couple in the way that we don't wear hats. I I don't think Felix ever threatened to murder Oscar and then just leave the country because he had a place he could go back to. <laughs> they just didn't catch it on camera. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I do have a house, obviously. Uh, it makes all kinds of weird noise. It has gas, uh, a gas water heater that makes noise. The, the ice maker always makes noise, obviously. We all know that. But it, the refrigerator makes some strange noises that don't sound like they're ice, na- ice maker noises. They don't sound like they're refrigerator noises. It just occasionally will make a weird noise. And then every now and then I'll hear the haunt, like in the middle of the night, I'll hear something terrifying, the little doop 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 doop, which tells me that my uh, my dishes have been washed and I should have taken them out of the dishwasher like hours ago. I, I, I've gotten off topic again, but the point is, is, yeah, houses make noise. Old houses make a lot of noise and like sometimes a door opens or closes. Um, that's not a ghost always. Like if I... If I walk through my if I walk through my utility room and I leave one door open and close the other one, it's a small enough room where the difference in pressure created by closing one door uh, will close or opening one door will close the other. Which is something that's also featured on Ghost Hunters yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know one but, thing. I no one knew what what e, uh, what EVP was before electronic uh, voice phenomenon. Right? Elvis versus Predator. No, no. Okay. I'd watch that. Uh, ghost hunters. Yeah, ghost. Hunters. It inspired us to do our own amateur hunting. It did. It did. We had no equipment. I would like to tell. Okay, here's what I'd like. First, I'd like for you to let you tell some stories about that. The amateur ghost hunting. I want to get your perspective because one, it's been a really long time since this happened. This was like my the, yeah. This was the odds. My perspective is in hindsight, so everything seems everything that we did seems ridiculous, right? So <laughs> here's what we actually did. We thought that we were going to haunted places and, and checking out phenomenon and, and twigs would be breaking and maybe animals would be scurrying up and we'd go to like family cemeteries and haunted bridges and the remains and foundations of, of these old burned down southern plantations sometimes. Um, and those are all within like a mile of each what other. We were, yeah, what we were really doing was sneaking onto people's property saying shh a lot and then we would also – we we'd have like flashlights pointed at the ground only. We were mostly just just walking in the dark. Yeah, because people we couldn't. I love that fact that we were doing that because in hindsight we couldn't see very well with the flashlights on the ground. But it's not like it kept people from seeing the flashlights. They were just at, on the the light was just on the ground. They probably just said it was the ghost that haunted the place or something. What's funny about that is you say there was a lot of um, saying sure, but you forgot to mention the follow up. Did anybody hear that? Yeah. What was that? Oh, it's a cat. You're kitty. You know, that that was a lot of times there was that. There was a there's a haunted, supposedly haunted bridge that no longer exists because it's been torn down. Because it's a ghost bridge. So what would happen is people would there were two different directions you could come you could visit the bridge. There was an easy one where you parked and you went and looked at it, and there was another one where you took a really long walk. The way to be not seen was to take the really long walk to the bridge from the other side. So one night we did that, me and you and two or three other people. And uh, I remember we stopped because we heard a noise, and then we were all just sitting around in the dark listening. And I heard what sounded like a uh, child laughing, which was terrifying at the time. And then I heard it again, and I was like, that's a recording. Because you know how when you hear something and you're like, you hear it a second time, and it's the exact same, the cadence and everything, the volume, and you're like, oh, that's a recording. Somebody's got their phone out 
And so what had happened was a guy from a group coming from the opposite direction had gotten a, gotten ahead of his friends and had started playing this this recording. This recording. He started playing this recording because he was going to scare his friends. And then we 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 heard it and we stopped and started listening. Yeah, I mean, as far as memorable time uh, memorable times go, I I remember going to an old uh, general store, and this thing was built like it had to be built back in like the the early nineteen hundreds, like like the teens. Uh, it just had that kind of layout. It almost looked like it was an old general store from a western. Turns out people just store things in those old buildings, so you'll find something creepy. So there was just a bunch of children's toys from like the seventies, and those were always creepy. I mean, out of the box, those were those things were creepy. That's true. Yeah, as far as any experience I may or may not have had, because I always doubt myself afterwards, is I I, I saw something moving in front of the doorway uh, on our way out. And I thought that either someone was there because they discovered some kids breaking into their property. Or I thought that it was one someone from our group. So I just walked out there and no one was there. And that was a little creepy, but I, I imagine it could have been something. Right. I think this is a good point for me to mention, and I think you're on the same page. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't. I want to believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, here's the thing, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit. Uh, I guess we're not so much talking about ghost hunters as we're going to talk about our our amateur ghost hunting and our experiences. But it's a backdoor pilot. It is a backdoor to pilot. our own ghost hunting adventures. It's our own ghost. It's a much lower budget. If you're listening, anybody producing, like, because we don't have any equipment. All we do is walk around in the dark and say, "Shh, hey, did you hear that? What was that?" And then we we end up walking away and being like, I think I saw something move, and that's it. So there you go, failed ghost hunters. Although I did go do some not ghost hunting, but we did some destination type vacation uh, stuff. Me and my wife. A lot of it was built around like uh, haunted places. We went to Waverly Hill Sanatorium in um, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, we went to the Lizzie Borden House in uh, Fall River, and we went to Salem, Massachusetts. I uh, checked out some places there. Uh, we never saw ghosts, and I left thinking, based on my experiences with people around me, I left thinking that uh, it, it was really more evidence to suggest that they're haunting. That they, there are no ghosts. The ghosts don't exist. Expound on that, like okay, so like, uh, well, first off, when I was in Waverly Hills, they were like, "Here's the here's a corridor where you can see shadow people." And I'm like, I don't see any shadow people. He's like, well, what you got to do is you got to stare down the hallway, but you have to kind of let your eyes go out of focus. And at this, that point, I just fucking stopped listening because I'm like, ah, this is a bunch of bullshit. What do I, it's the old, you can't see it. You have to like turn your head and look through your periphery thing to see something. It's, it's bullshit. It's a, it's a fucking con man's trick. And the, so I was yeah. pretty pissed at that. Did you, did you, when you said you went into the Lizzie Borden house too? Yeah. Did went, you sleep there? I did sleep there. We stayed the night. It's a well. It isn't anymore. I think they closed it down. But it was a bed and breakfast and a museum. And by bed and breakfast, it was a place where you could sleep. And I slept in a creepy ass attic. The breakfast was a traditional breakfast of the time. I.e., it was cheap and it wasn't very very good. Um, so that was good. That we played in the favor. And then they had a gift shop, and you could look at like some museum stuff, some like articles. But um, my experience there, we we tried the Ouija board. That uh, it had a whole legend around it. Some guy, nobody knew where it came from. It was Probably a, Milton Bradley, or was it Parker <laughs> Brothers? I think it's Parker Brothers. I think, yeah, my, I think it was Parker Brothers. But no, somebody. The the story was they don't know where it came from. Some guest must have left it, but nobody ever came back for it. 
I don't know what it was, but like you every, said, the lost and found. <laughs> no one ever came back for those car keys either, <laughs> or that cane. You know what? Here, I know you guys. Real quick aside, I've worked at places with lost and founds before. People lose their car keys and don't come back for them. I don't know what the fuck, how they get home. I don't know. But dead, yeah. Once again, beside the point. Um, anyway, we're at the Lizzie Borden house. They broke out the Ouija board. And we uh, we start like asking questions, and so like here's the thing: I'm a skeptic. So anyway, and so I'm 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 being pretty stodgy. Like I I'm not I'm not gonna move the damn what is it called? Plin planchette? Planchette? Yeah, I'm not gonna move the planchette. I don't know. I'm not a Satanist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you found me out. Um, that's is that how I, is that how a Satanist would laugh? Of course not. Um, but uh, I, I don't I refuse to move the planchette. I know my wife's good. She ain't going to move that planchette. All of a sudden, the planchette starts to move. And I say, stop it. <laughs> and I don't say it to the ghost that isn't there. I say it to the guy with the big shit-eating grin sitting across from me that's clearly moving the planchette. And <laughs> Why'd you ruin this fun? <laughs> and he says, sorry, I couldn't help it. And I, was, and I was like, and then nothing happened once we were... Yeah, because it's, not, it's all bullshit. But listen, if you believe in ghosts, that's fine. I uh, don't happen to believe in ghosts, but I still enjoy, occasionally I still enjoy popping in a, an episode of Ghost Hunters on DVD. Um, I have, I think, the second and third seasons. So I'll watch those. And I'm sure you can find them on X streaming service. I do recommend watching it, if you, especially if you like watching things like um, the Zach Baggins uh, stuff. Because it's like, because you get to see the kind of thing that started it. And in my opinion, it's a more well it's a more um skeptical version of it even if it is still in my opinion largely bunk but that's fine you know it's um so i can i wholeheartedly recommend watching it uh so yeah what are you thinking okay yeah i like that okay uh ghost hunters uh we we Check that off the box. Watch talk, Ghost Hunters. Yeah. We we tried to emulate them early on and um, poorly. Uh, yeah. We, we were a little that. impressionable like kids, I guess. I like mentioned our... our 20s. Uh, we mentioned the ghost... Uh, me and my wife's ghost uh, vacation destination ghost stuff. Which, Yo, by the way, if you get a chance to go to Salem, Massachusetts or um, Fall River or uh, Louisville, those are all great destinations. Except with the maybe not Fall River, but those are all pretty good destinations. Even if you're not into ghosts and uh, that but, type of, but they're pretty great if, for those. But reasons. Clint, can I find a Dunkin' Donuts in Salem, Massachusetts? I'll tell you this: you can't find just a single Dunkin' Donuts in Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> can't find it in any town of Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun thing. I like, I like. Uh, you know what? You you fly into Boston. By the way, Boston is not. If you live on the like me, if you live in the southeast or you live somewhere on the east coast, um, it is so cheap to fly to Boston. It costs me less to fly to Boston and back than it probably would to have taken like a, a Greyhound bus to Atlanta and back. I'm, you know, what I mean, so it's it was that's without any understanding of where I am geographically. Trust me, that shouldn't be the case, but it was. Anyway, let's get back to uh, the matter at hand. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the family ghost story real quick. Yeah, the family ghost story. Okay, so you said – this is interesting. You don't remember all the details, do you? I remember some of the details. I remember it involves a camera on a piano 
Yes. Uh, that's pointing towards a staircase that goes off accidentally during a wedding. You've got the gist of it. Okay. There There's an artifact, a, a photograph. And that photograph is the picture. It seems to be a woman coming down a staircase, but the woman's head is cut off. And now this is either because it's not, you can't see it because it's being obscured by like the, um, where the staircase kind of disappears into the ceiling. There's a little, there's a little uh, beam. Also though, it may just be, it does, the, the, the figure doesn't have a head. And it's be, the reason you can't tell is because it's a shitty old photograph, okay? It just, the, it's really the, you know, the picture's awful. It's yeah. grainy, it's, the colors are fucking I've, saturated. It's, I've seen it, I can attest to that. But isn't it like the dress color is some big thing? Like, um, the woman is wearing a white dress. Now, here's the story. It was my aunt's wedding, and my grandfather laid the camera down on the piano, and it went off. Now, according to everybody in the know, or who was alive at the time, because I would not be born many until many, many years later, the, the bride was the only one wearing white, naturally. The only one was the bride, and the bride had been in the kitchen, or some such, right? It couldn't have possibly been the bride. And also, I'd like to mention that it couldn't possibly have been a different color dress with shitty, saturated um, colors because of, you know, fucking ancient technology. You're ruining the magic I'm already. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's my skeptical nature. So this photograph, they get the photograph back. That's weird. That's odd. My, my grandmother decides to investigate um, much like the beloved Angela Lansbury, she dons a sweater over a collared shirt. Uh, I just assume I wasn't alive. And with her closely cropped hair that's probably dyed, she visits a library to discover that her house, her house used to be uh, inhabited by a young woman. Okay, and that woman's name was Mrs. Five Ash. And it's the old story where her husband went off to war and didn't come back and she killed herself. As you do. And there's also a part of the story where they were messing around with a Ouija board and it spelled out Five Ash. And maybe that happened before or after the visit to the library. It seems unlikely. And then, of course, there's other stories. Uh, dogs barking at the ceiling. My mother, when she was pregnant with us being in the house and Cabinet doors opening by themselves and her freaking out. So this is kind of a family legend. And so we're born, grow, you know, we grow up with this legend. We see have the artifact in hand. So that really accounts for a lot of our belief in ghosts at an early age. And then we watch things like Ghost Hunters, which are less... Well, I need to go back because we don't just watch things like Ghost Hunters. We grow up and we, we're reading stories like 13 Alabama Ghosts and Jeffrey, which if you were... You know, from Alabama, one, you know all those fucking stories, and two, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know who the fuck Jeffrey is. So congratulations. Um, well, and if you don't know, we ain't going to tell you. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. That's the kind of, you know, we grow up in. Uh, okay, so listen. We grow up and we, you know, so we were primed. Oh, and Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> listen, oh, I love Unsolved we grow, Mysteries. We grew up on Unsolved Listen, you can watch the, look, the, the new Unsolved Mysteries is a lot of fun. You can go watch that on Netflix. The old Unsolved Mysteries uh, scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Just the music. That dude from Airplane ain't playing. He picked the he picked a hell of a day to stop scaring children. Robert Stack? I don't know his name. I think his name is Robert Stack. And if it's not, I'll just edit this out. I think I'm drunk on power at this point. Hell, I might actually edit somebody else in. It's a little more interesting. Uh. <laughs> uh, so we were primed. 
when um, Ghost Hunters rolls around, we're already getting a little, we're older and we're like, hey, I don't know if I believe in that ghost stuff anymore. And it's like, but, but science, but science ghosting. And we're like, yeah, science ghosting. I never considered it. And, 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 you know, bear in mind that at the point in time, that point in time, I, I probably couldn't tell you what an Erlenmeyer flask was. So I don't think my, my, I don't, clearly my science uh, knowledge was it's no. It's the flat one that's kind of like, uh, got the sharp angles, right? And it's got the long tube. That's the base, is the Erlenmeyer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. The round bottom, now that's what you want. You need one of those, apparently, for cooking meth. If anything, Breaking, breaking Bad taught me that. It's a cooking flask. Yeah. You need a cooking flask, not a volumetric flask. Jesse, don't you put any goddamn chili powder in that meth. <laughs> well, maybe paraphrasing. Uh, and then Jesse says, something, something, bitch. I don't know. Um, okay, so, so we watched Ghost Hunters. Uh, I watched it for... Four seasons, I think, and then gradually it kind of died down in popularity. But I will say that I think Grant went on to Jason and Grant, the two guys. Remember way back when when we talked about them, uh, blue collar guys. I think I don't know if they had a falling out or they just wanted to go indifferent. Somebody didn't want to do it anymore. But if I'm not mistaken, Grant left. Jason continued to do it for a little while, and then he stopped doing it. And now Grant has a show, or it's probably already canceled. But a couple of years back, had a show. That was Ghost Hunters, where he just he brought back and did Ghost Hunters again, and I was a hundred percent on board for that, even though I don't believe in ghosts anymore, because I just kind of like those. Like if I saw Jason or Grant at a um like a like a convention or something or in a hotel, I would I would totally stop them and and ask for their autograph, just because that's how much I enjoy that's how how much I enjoyed watching that show, even though. I'm at a point in my life where I feel like it's all bullshit. Yeah. And Jason would be like, no, I'm actually Rick from Pawn Stars, but do you still want my autograph? And I would say, no, I do not. And he'd say, why? And I'd say, well, honestly, I think you're everything that's wrong with the History Channel. You and ancient aliens. And he'd say, what, you don't believe in aliens? I'm like, I'm not getting a protracted conversation. This is not... This is not happening. I'm going to keep going. This is hypothetical anyway. Unless you somehow manifest Jason or Grant. I'm done. We're done here. We're not having that conversation. Anyway. Fuck you, Rick. All right. So, yeah, yeah, keep walking. I don't know. I'd probably go back to the, uh, wherever I was staying. So it was a convention. Uh, see what, what they had. Uh, sometimes I like to see, like, the local channels. Because you get a lot of flavor from the, the local place. You see what they're like, their local CBS and their local news kind of looks like. Like, what movie are they playing? What's the news like? Is it is something about a boat? You know, just different stuff. Get the really get the local culture. All right. So to to TLDR this episode, um, we never really have a point. But the point this time is watch Ghost Hunters if you enjoy it. We enjoy it, and we don't even believe in ghosts. All right? Let me let me set you up beyond just recommending to watch Ghost Hunters. Let me give you let me give you a couple of episodes. I think you need to watch. Uh, I think you have to absolutely watch the Waverly Hills Sanitarium, or sorry, Waverly Hills Sanatorium episode. That right there is what made me want to go to Waverly Hills, and then I watched the documentary, and so that was cool. But you need to watch that one. Um, there's the St. Augustine Lighthouse episode. You have to watch that one. So St. Augustine Lighthouse um, and uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. You know, anyway, there's there's a few episodes that are really worth watching, and those two would be the ones I would give you to watch if I just off the top of my head, um, and uh, yeah, really enjoy, re- you know, watch those two episodes. Really enjoy the the awesome hot takes 
of what was that we heard? Was that a voice? Did something move? And then goes comes back from commercial, and then uh, that was all done in editing, and they don't really find anything. But not in those episodes. The ones I, I, I mentioned, they actually find some evidence. So it's, it's kind of great, too, yeah. So, like, they were there. I, get, I think our point is they did it first, and in my opinion, they still did it better than all the – all the um, carry-on that have feasted upon their bloated, dead corpse. Well, it's just become – no, it's just become a type of television show now, and that's fine, you know? And, and uh, okay, so before we, before we finish up here, this episode may seem a little rushed uh, because of the topic being a little, a little less to do with movies or literature, or just in general the television show Ghost Hunters, but more of a jumping-off point for us to talk about some ghost stuff that we experienced or didn't experience in my uh, – you know, in my case, uh, but you know, it may seem like it was a little rushed because of that. But one is this episode coming out on the last Saturday. We'll be posting episodes because starting Thursday, the Thursday following this episode, we're going to we're going to be the seventeenth, I think. Uh, we're going to be posting episodes on Thursday. So just like you know, those great television shows that you really enjoyed. Uh, when you were a kid, TGIT baby. Yeah, you know, when you know when they move days, you know that things are going well. So, Thank God it's Thursday. Yeah, you know, when when you move from a from a Saturday slot to a um a Thursday slot, that's a good thing, right? Thursday one a.m. slot, one p.m. Ooh, yeah. I think we're gonna. Move, the reason I did it at midnight to begin with is because it had a creepy, like somewhat uh, feeling to it. But now I'm thinking uh, we probably need to. I need to be done with this on Wednesday and then have some t- time to upload it on so and then get it to everybody on Thursday. So right. by one PM. So sometimes earlier, but yeah. By so by midday. That's so that that's so the older people can still enjoy it before they go to sleep. Yeah. It's somewhere between daytime soaps and Judge Judy. I was gonna say Jag, but I don't think Jag's a thing anymore. I don't think Jag's Everything I say dates me. It makes me feel old. So yeah, that about wraps it up. We're moving to another time, and uh, there's no such thing as ghosts. Help me. Help me find my wife.